Good evening and uh, welcome to Wednesday night on Garblack. Um, normally a Warhammer Wednesday, but now it, uh, it's going to have to be a, a Warp Space Wednesday. Um, uh, we're doing um, the Traveller campaign, published campaign, Pirates of Drynax. I've got the usual gang here with me, uh, along with our extra uh, person, Simon, who I'm sure will fit right in. Um, but yes, so we're doing a published. We have been sponsored as well by uh, Mongoose. Just want to say thank you very much to, to them. Uh, fantastic. Um, we're, we're going to be giving away a hardback book of um, the rule book at the end of the session. So please stay with us to the end. And you uh, you all have a chance, all the people in Twitch um, will um, have a chance of winning uh, the updated core rulebook. Um, so, yeah, here we are in Pirates of Drydax, um, all taking place in the Trojan Reach, which is uh, a, a large amount of space in between the Imperium and the, uh, uh, the Aslan hierarchy. Um, and there's going to be lots of things to do. Big sandbox campaign. So, yeah, Traveller Wednesdays, or Once Upon a Time in the Trojan Reach, as we could call it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, is so here's my play. We, last week we did a, um, a character creation session. Um, we've changed one of the characters since then, and we was, was originally going to do the um, um, Deep Night Revelation, but we decided to go with this one because it would fit more with the uh, the style of play and the the episodic uh, things that we do on Garblack. So I'm sure you'll enjoy this uh, even more. Um, but yeah, last, last, lastly, before introduce you to the players, once again, thank you so much to Mongoose Games for um, uh, sponsoring us. Uh, really um, honoured that you've done that. Um, right, so we'll start with Dan P. Hi. <laughs> okay. What do, you, what do you want me to say? I would like you to tell us all about your character, Dan. Uh, okay. Uh, so tonight I am playing Fenrir Longfang. Um, he is a Varga. I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced. Um, Wolf-like uh, bipedal creatures, um, uplifted from Earth around 3000 BC, I believe, according to the the, the readings that I've wrote um, in the book. Um, he is a Former Corsair captain, uh, known as a rogue in the book, uh, pirate career path. Um, and he's, as you would expect, of a older pirate. Um, he's done some things, seen some things, and he's got some scars to show off. Um, but yeah, that's him. Excellent. Uh, thank you for that. And on to Roger. Uh, hi, I'm Roger. I am playing Harkon, uh, who is a noble dilettante he spent his life swanning around the galaxy in his yacht drinking partying and doing all of the things that a prince wants to do without doing anything really useful okay um thank you roger and on to dan m good evening everybody i'm other dan <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. Looking forward to doing some traveling. Never actually done it before um, or played the system or um, been in the setting. So I am very excited. Um, I am playing a down and out retired uh, former homicide detective uh, called Mike Abbott. 
Um, he's had a long and sketchy life. Um, first of all, dropping out of university, um, then kind of um, wandering and bumming his way around the galaxy, not literally. Um, <laughs> has has a has a drug hab- had a drug habit. Um, tried to go on straight and narrow as a police officer. Wound up in prison. Um, got out of prison. Um, you know, saw a few things in, in in his career that made him quite jaded. You know, corruption at the top and all that sort of stuff. Ended up going undercover again. Decided to take retirement, but the uh, the police pension just doesn't quite cut it. Unfortunately, it's not actually enough to live on. Um, so he's had to go freelance, and there he is. Excellent, excellent. Then on to our um, uh, our American friend, uh, Aaron. <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, I'm Aaron, and tonight I'll be playing Vigo Hyde, uh, the the Scion. He was uh, his earliest memories are of YPOC, uh, the one of the two actual certified Scionic institutes in the Imperium, where he was raised and tested. Um, when he Got to 18, he was uh, invited or slash drafted into a covert Psy soldier program of the Imperium Navy. And he spent four years in there, but he, he chafed under being considered a secondary citizen or an asset instead of uh, the you know scion that he is. So he fled, uh, went to another world, another system, uh, and, and sank into, uh, you could say, the hive depths of it. And uh, started using his gifts for his own uh, well-being, illicit gains, where he was found by members of the Church of the Transcendent, uh, an organization or a religion, or the Children of the Transcendent, that is, a, a religion that uh, promotes the ascendancy of scions as the, as the evolutionary, uh, next evolutionary step in humanity. And for over a decade, he became a holy warrior for them, traveling throughout systems, breaking scions out of, uh, out of bad situations and smuggling them to uh, uh, colonies and, uh, and safe houses, and even out of the Imperium into the Zodani, uh, just to ensure their safety. But uh, after a decade, he was got involved with a uh, an Imperium intelligence officer who was tracking down a sentient trafficking ring, and they found out that it was a clairvoyant who was responsible for keeping this group ahead of the of 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 the investigation. And this so disgusted Victor uh, Vigo Hyde that he, uh, when they captured him, he used Null to burn the psionics out of this clairvoyant. Um, and when he ex- when he explained that to the children of the transcendent, they immediately excommunicated him. So now he's wanted in the Imperium as a scion and excommunicated by his own people. So he's 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 set out to try to find uh, uh, a place that he fits in the world or the universe. Excellent. That's fantastic. Thank you for that. Aaron. And last but not least, we've got Simon. Hello. Uh, so I'm playing um, uh, Terence Thorne or Agent Thorne. Um, he he was born into a Belter family, so he like, likes um, asteroids and anything space rocky is good for him. Uh, he went off to university and uh, got recruited into the uh, Imperial. Um, uh, oh, what's it called? He's basically an agent, uh, and he, um, he he went off on several missions. Um, had to run away from a revolution. 
um, and then he decided to join the scouts, not like, you know, Dib Dib, uh, but the space scouts. And he did a bit of exploring and has finally found himself back um, kind of doing a bit of archaeology in, in the kind of mining industry. And that's where we are now. But he he, he is often known as um, Agent Thorne. He likes that. Okay, excellent. Thank you, Simon. That's fantastic. So, yeah, we're going to be doing this campaign. Uh, all of us are fairly rusty with uh, Traveller, so please bear with us to start with. And what we'll do is, if we have to look things up, we'll tell you the page numbers as, as well for all those of you that are learning along with us. Um, but what we uh, what we uh, are rusty on with uh, mechanics, we'll make up for role-playing and... Um, uh, general character in interaction, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, okay. So we'll start with, um, I'll, I'll use the character names. Uh, so we've got Vigo, um, Mike and Thorne. Um, you got together after leaving your, um, your current careers. Uh, you all knew each other through the agency. Um, mainly through Thorn. Thorn was here, there, and everywhere. Um, Vigo, you never met uh, Mike, but you, you have through uh, Thorn now. So you've decided to sort of put yourselves out for some um, free trading or mercenary work or um, bitting and bobbing around just to keep uh, yourselves interested. Um, you also are aware of a um, lady who used to work uh, in admin within uh, the agency uh, called Marcella Lawson, um, who is now, um, she, she, she gets jobs and fixes jobs for people. Uh, and she's basically told you before that uh, she's on uh, a station um, on the world of um, Ogma. A high port, not the low port. Um, and she always, she's a job broker, basically. So uh, you're, you're traveling there. Now, you're without a spaceship at the moment. So you've managed to get yourself a bit of a job on a free uh, fast trader ship called the Grim Gideon. Okay, that is uh, captained by Jarvis Parker Parker. So, yeah, he, he prefers to be known as Parker. And he, he's got a hall full of goods that he's taken to Ogma, to the iPort, um, where he, he's supposed to have a buyer. So you sort of catch the lift and you're helping with this. Um, yeah, and that's where you find yourself. Now, Fenrir, you too, after your uh, shenanigans in, in your background, you, you've sort of wanted to find another sort of gang, another group. Um, another way of um, getting yourself some money together. So, yeah, you, you were um, looking around and you got yourself a job uh, as a pilot um, on the Grim Gideon. So um, you're part of the crew and you're, you're on your way to a place called Ogma. Now, the, you all will know that Ogma is basically um, a vat of... Thieves, smugglers, pirates, um, slavery. It, it's basically 
um, if if there was a spay high port, spa, uh, sorry, if there was um, a similar place, you'd think of Moss Eisley in um, in Star Wars. Um, so, but you do know that the high port isn't run by the pirates. The high port is indeed. Bear with me, please. It's run by a corporation that I've forgotten. Uh, I do apologise. Um, yeah, so the Starport is run by GDCO, um, and he's, you've heard that it's particularly safe. Uh, Parker has told you that it's safe. He says, uh, you know, if you go into the low port, uh, then there's all sorts of shenanigans and bad things going on down there. Um, but yeah, because it's run by GDCO, uh, they keep the, the, the corporate security and everything is quite good up on the high port. Okay, so Roger, last but not least, you um, are travelling to Ogma um, because you've been told that there is um, a job broker there who knows where uh, a missing lady from your court uh, is. Um, she is close to your father. In fact, there's there's rumours that she is in fact one of his um, favourite ladies, uh, shall we speak? Um, but she's gone missing, and uh, yeah, she she was uh, on on a, a trip to Marduk to to meet some family, and she's not returned when she was supposed to. So um, you've been tasked uh, because the last thing that um, you remember with this lady is you had a bit of a row with her. So the, your father sort of blamed you in a way for this. And he says, look, you know, you, you caused the problem. You go and get her back. OK, so you, you did a bit of research and you found that this Marcella, um, say Marcella Lawson, uh, is there and she is a well-known sort of fix I've come no know it all um and yeah so you're on, on your way there to, to find out okay right so we'll start where you appear in the system and you've started started traveling towards the actual high port as you get close to it there is a message that comes through. Uh, you, congratulations, welcome to GDCO uh, station. Uh, we uh, in the Ogma system. Uh, we would like to remind you that uh, uh, no uh, firearms other than sidearms are be to, to be carried in the station. Uh, no armor uh, above cloth is to be carried. Uh, Full searches will be carried out and those breaking rules will be dealt with severely. Please state your business. And then Captain Parker relays to it that uh, 
Uh, yeah, we're uh, traveling to uh, yourselves. We've got a deal. I've got uh, some machine parts. And uh, yeah, we're, we're going to empty our load here and maybe buy some more uh, cargo and then we're going to carry off. So you're given permission to, to land, to, to dock. And yeah, uh, I mean, let's, let, let's, um, so either Fenrir or, um, so I, I presume that you're captain and a little bit piloting. So could we have a bit of a piloting role for you to, to try and dock, please? Is this a spacecraft or a small craft? It's a, we'll call it a spacecraft. Cool. It's a fast trader. Oh, okay, yeah, that is a spacecraft. It's over 100 tonnes, I believe. Yes, um, yeah, it's got 200 tonnes of cargo. So. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, anything over 100 tonnes, uh, unless we're going to capital, which I hope I'm not piloting because I don't have skills for that. Do, 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 do. I get an 11. I think that I have successfully piloted. Oh. <laughs> so everybody on board is quite impressed with the, uh, it, it sort of almost pulls an unbrake turn in the, uh, in he the would ship. definitely show off as well. Yeah, <laughs> docked it perfectly. You, you've uh, hear the, the sound of the small tunnel coming across and attaching to your ship. And uh, yeah, you, you can get off and do what you want or work out what you're doing. I mean, Fenrir would probably head straight towards the, the job broker that he's here to see. Um, yeah. Before you go running off, guys, I need your help to unload the cargo. Like as soon as I found the the the, the buyer, then I'll need to contact you and to to get you. You can give me a hand to get the the cargo off, if you would. Um, so I mean, it'll probably take me a good half a day to a day to to get this sorted. So shall we meet back here at what seven o'clock at night? Yeah. Absolutely, Captain. Yeah, I mean, it's it's roughly 11 o'clock now, so there goes a good eight hours. Captain, okay. that, that message from the uh, from um, the high port, what were the restrictions on bladed weapons? Uh, you, I believe you can carry bladed weapons, but obviously they have to be sheathed. Understood. So uh, Vigo's, you know, he doesn't have his combat armor, obviously, uh, and leaves behind his laser carbine, but he does have his uh, his, his short sword essentially strapped to his belt. Um, and his, uh, But his stun fist and his uh, gauntlet laser are integrated into his combat arms, so they're coming with him regardless. Okay, excellent. I mean, Fenrir has got a LAS pistol equipped to his side and he's got a static blade on his left and it's got a very ornate pommel on it. Um, he's quite tall though, so I don't know how tall you guys are, but he's like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, um, especially when he sort of, because he has a loping grace to him, he, yeah, but when he stands up really tall, uh, he probably gets to about 6'5", when he fully extends himself. Um, so he's a big old, but he's very slender, you know, so clearly someone who's spent a long time in space, um, so a very slender frame. Um, and you'll notice that he's got sort of midway down just above the elbow on his left arm, he's got a combat arm um, and above it, all the fur above it and that is all scarred and burnt and clearly that it's been sort of burnt off at some point in time. Um, and he just gives us a, a fangy grin to everyone. He's like, I don't need no weapons. And then just like lopes out towards the door. Excellent. So, Simon, you, you, during your, your travels here, you've um, 
Parker said that you could, he, he gave you this sort of robot that he's had for a while and you've just been sort of tinkering with that. You've got nowhere with it as such, uh, but it, it's got a, a label on, on it. It just simply reads Cyrus 159. Um, you know, if you were to do anything with it, it'd take you, you know, maybe another couple of weeks to get it up and running maybe or something to get some parts for it and bits and bobs. Okay. But yeah. And cool. last but not done, are you... Uh, Taking any weapons with you? Um, my cabot has two underarm slung las pistols, um, trench coat, puts his hat on, he's hunched over, lights a cigarette, and goes and finds a bar. Excellent. Okay. Um, so my character might actually set up all the sensors uh, because he's carrying a shotgun. Um, okay. So it's uh, it's got a um, a jamming thing on it, so you can't detect it. So I think it it just makes all the uh, detection things go a bit skew if when he okay. um, when he wanders through. But um, I think you just need to make like a really difficult roll to detect okay. it. Yeah, I think it doesn't it add like plus four to the difficulty, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 From like an eight to a twelve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's quite scary. Can't believe yeah. you're sneaking shotguns on in session one. <laughs> this is Simon. What do you expect? The rest of us have followed the rules. Yeah. Yeah. Secret agent, man. Yeah, um, he does have. He does have like a little popcorn robot that sits on his shoulder and just like runs around in circles and sits there. And he's quite cool. Awesome. And Roger, are you uh, getting off on your own, or are you taking anybody with you? Are you. Uh... Um, am I on board the same ship as them, or am I arriving no, you, on mine? You, you've travelled here on on your own. Uh, Steve. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll I'll bring Worcester, my okay. my manservant. Excellent. Okay. And uh, so yeah, I'll, you were. You get I will off, be following the rules. <laughs> you you uh, get off the ship and you're you're meted by a, a large custom sort of area um, where you're asked to step through um, um, uh, like a, a like the the detector things. I forget what they're called now. Um, and th there's a guy with a wand at the back who's sort of going over everybody. Okay, so firstly, um, Vigo goes through. Yeah, no problem at all. Um, uh, secondly, Mike goes through. Uh, the alarm goes off as you're, you're, you're sort of wandered down. And uh, he says, oh, uh, could you show me what's underneath your, uh, your coat? I, I'll have to, you won't be allowed to bring the uh, the LAS pistols on. Slug shooters, yeah, but not the LAS pistols. Fine. I'll go take them back. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, Simon, you attempt to go through with uh, um, your shotgun. So I've basically got like an like a I carry my like archaeological tools around with me because that's kind okay. of like his what he does. So he's yeah. got like a big bag and he's got sensors and he's got like a little drone and stuff like that. So he's going to set the alarms off, whatever. There's yeah, no the way... alarms go off, um, and you, the, the sort of has to go through your bag and you you sort of emptying your spanners and your screwdrivers and your your micro uh, your magnifying glasses and whatever. Um, 
but yeah, you, you, that that they sort of get bored halfway through of you emptying this bag and so sort of say, hey, okay, yeah, yeah, put it all back in, you can go. And uh, last but not least, we've got Dan P. Fenry. Yes, to sort of lope through the detectors. Um, he did have his last pistol on because it said pistols and he didn't realise it meant slug pistols only. Um, uh, yeah, so you're asked to go and put them on, on board. and yeah. Um, can I bribe him? Uh, well, make me a roll. <laughs> what kind of role for that? I don't even know if I've got something there. Deception? Just have a or, quick... Oh, no, actually, because I'm trying to slide him some money, so it'd be deception initiative, wouldn't it? Uh, in, uh, sorry, intellect rather than dex, or would it be dex? Yeah, let me just have a quick look. Um, I'm sliding it some money. wouldn't really be deception, would it? Let, let's streetwise? Make it streetwise, yeah, I'm going to okay, say streetwise. streetwise. Okay, that's fine, I've got, I've got streetwise as well. One second, okay. Do, 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 uh, what is it? Is it an average? Uh, no, you get to add your so um, you get to add your intellect onto that. So your intellect like plus. I get a nine, which is above the eight. Yeah. Okay. He, he sort of looks around. Well, it all depends. Uh, or what we're talking about. He slips a hundred credits. Yeah, 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 I'll, yeah, yeah. That's perfectly fine. If you want to move through, move through. Thank you. That's a cheap date. <laughs> I actually don't know what credits are actually worth, so I assume a hundred is a lot. It's fair. It's all right, Nick. So, Roger, are you sort of passing through with anything other than what you're allowed to take? You got your sword on your own. Uh, yeah. So I've got a. Um... I mean, when they say cloth, I'm assuming protect suits are allowed. <laughs> yeah, yes. cloth, yeah, yeah, so I've got cloth armor and a protect tech level 12, so it's underneath. Uh, obviously, I'm not wearing the helmet and a protect suit. I've got a static blade and a flechette pistol at my hip. Yeah, yeah, so you, you, you're ushered through. And so Worcester, is it? Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent. Yeah, you, you're both ushered okay. through. So... Once you're inside the, the station, there's this sort of massive sort of area, a bit like a, an airport that we've got now. Um, and then the signpost, you do know that uh, Marcella, she actually works for GDCO and she does this uh, job brokering on the side. Um, and she, she works in the admin for um, uh, research and development. So uh, that's where you'll be heading. Uh you notice on, on here as you're moving through, it is, look, there's a lot of security. Um, there are a few ne'er-do-wells to, to look around at. Fenrir, I mean, you, you've lived the life. Um, you, can, you can spot a lot of pirates on here, uh, but they all seem to be um, not in groups uh, and they're behaving themselves uh, up here. Uh, you certainly heard of Ogmar. Uh, and what it's like, especially on the low port. And yeah, you, you, that's that's somewhere that you'd go to buy anything and uh, also uh, a place where um, you'd go to hide out maybe. As the, I've, prob the I've probably been here a few times before. Yeah, absolutely. Same hooky goods and stuff that we've done in raids. Yeah. So yeah, you, you all make your way through the, um, the station to, to where 
she works and you sort of knock on the door when you get there and uh the door is opened by um would you like to explain what Worcester looks like please uh Roger uh so he's of similar sort of age to had uh, Harkin, so he's you know early 40s immaculately well dressed i mean he kind of looks exactly how you would imagine a space butler would look like excellent uh, dark hair clean shaven pair of spectacles little small round ones spot on so yeah, this this sort of space butler opens the door, and uh, yeah, as you can see, there is a uh, a rather attractive young lady behind the desk, and there's also a rather attractive young gentleman, or not a young gentleman, uh, a sort of middle aged, uh, very well dressed, um, looks noblish, um, and he has quite a nice sword at his side. Um, would you like to explain what you look like, Roger? Uh, so he's he's quite tall. He's about 6'2". Uh, he's, again, immaculately well-dressed. I mean, he looks like he's wearing a ridiculously expensive suit. His sword and pistol are both sheathed in, again, incredibly well-detailed, ornate holsters, or sheath in the case of the sword. Uh, Worcester isn't obviously carrying any weapons. Uh, and yeah, he's got dark hair. He's got a a close trimmed beard as well. Again, dark. Okay. So she notices uh, Mike and uh, Thorn when you walk in. Ah, gentlemen, guys, come in, come in, sit down, sit down. It's good to see you again. Um, please. Uh, I'm glad you got here. Actually, it's quite a coincidence. Uh, um, this is Harkin, um, and he is looking for, for people to help him, actually. Um, we, we have a missing person, uh, and we believe it to be either on this station or down on the low port. Um, a, a, a ship, we believe, um, <laughs> um, we believe that... Uh, um, she was uh, raided uh, either on the way to Marduk or on the way back from it um, but sources are that she's here uh, and she's with the slavers um, and that they've just got a, a load that are, are going to be going out soon so um, I believe that there's all sorts down there but we believe uh, that she is um, with uh, a pirate gang called the Hazard Wing. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, the, it's run by um, uh, a goat and muller, uh, and he's, he's sort of second in command, John Carver. Um, but yeah, they, we believe that they're the ones behind it, and they're the ones that are holding her at the moment. Do you want to add anything to, to this, uh, Harkin? Uh, obviously, the priority is this uh, This fine lady must be uh, obtained alive and unharmed. She must be returned at once, once we have got her. Uh, so check your fire, if assuming you are... And uh, 
that's when you start seeing he'll be start looking for what weapons you're carrying. And uh, make sure you don't hit her. Before yeah. you start, uh, before you start signing this up, why don't you start talking credits? Um, I'll I'll suggest at least two hundred and fifty k, and then and then look behind me at um, at Vigo and uh, oh, Mike's wow. not there, is he? Mike's in the pub. Two hundred and fifty k, you say? Um, well, th- that is a little rich for for uh, especially my blood. Now the what well, what has been broken to us is uh, the, the king of uh, the giant axe, King Oleb, the uh, uh, yeah, King Oleb. Um, he he is offered five uh, k uh, each um, uh, to 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 bring us safely back to Drynax, to the floating palace. I'm sure a king has deeper pockets than that. I'm going to look at the noble and look at his clothes and work out if there's anything he's wearing that costs less than five k. <laughs> and when I get to the answer is no, I don't quite think five k is going to cut it. That's five well, uh, k a piece plus expenses, right? Come on, Marcella, well, five k will well, even call, cover the fuel cost to get us to dry next. Oh well, yeah, that'll be the other thing as well. You'll have to get make your way to dry next. So uh, I'm not sure uh, you, you'll have to get some sort of. Um, we'll have to get Parker, or uh, the guy who runs the sh- the ship we're currently on, to try and. Yeah, absolutely. So, so we can give you a little sweetener towards the, the uh, third party as well to get you over there. Jim, what gang did you say was here? The hazard, the hazard wing. There's lots of different gangs, but we, we believe that she's been taken by the hazard wing. Okay. Oh, uh, so they are hazard. their ship. Are their ship here? Are their ships here? Um, probably yes. Yeah. They're, they're going to put on a slaver ship. Then the matter of the ship is solved. Or you intake, intend to take one of their ships? <laughs> I, the easiest way to deal with people like the Hazard Wing is kill all of them and take their stuff. Well, that'll, that'll, and the stuff, that's ours. Let's go with the 5K plus expenses. Well, I've not agreed to expenses because I've dealt with lots of people in the past that you mention expensive uh, expenses and it gets very expensive. You know, they, they think that's the, uh, the the free the free door to open uh, to to party land, um, where you know you end up with RPGs, grenades, um, and all sorts of uh, shenanigans going on. So uh, I'm definitely not going for. Well, I'd put a ceiling on the the. Um, um, the Look, Marcelo, uh, you've been doing this a long time. I'm sure you can draw up a contract that controls what we can expend and what we can't expend. Um, yeah, so, um, like I'm not paying for fuel to get this princess or whatever she is to wherever she needs to go out of my own pocket. See, this has got to be purely profit. I don't know who these mooks are, but let's face it. I'm probably the only professional one here. Okay. Uh, well, Do you or any of the party want to make me a broker role or a streetwise role to uh, to try and? Um, I can try a streetwise role. 
I could try either one of those, but it wouldn't be great. <laughs> I've only got Streetwise one, so I have. I've got an alright Streetwise. Streetwise. Um, it's off intelligence, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it depends on what you're doing. This would probably be social. I would have thought. Now nah, we're negotiating with scummy people. <laughs> Is a we ain't we ain't negotiating with no no high tower fancy people. You look at that. That's a success. Success hey. effect. Excellent. Look, I, I tell you what. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll call it ten k per person. Now that's closer to what we wanted. Ten k sounds good. But yeah. the stuff's still ours. Absolutely. Uh, I mean. Uh, Let's call them spoils of war. Uh, the king said every person, so I take it that I'll be paying you as well, Harkin? Uh, what what father does is up to him. Okay. Uh, Look, we, we'll bank the 10k for a pretty boy here, and if he doesn't want it, then, well, that can go in our pockets. Okay. So, yeah, um, you find the lady... Uh, and you get it to Dranax. Um, I'm happy to, to pay once you're, uh, you know, ready to go. I'll, I'll pay you then. Um, well, if if we... you, I, I suggest that you find someone who can get you there, basically, as well. Bro, provided we can get a ship, I can get us there. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll look at my watch, which essentially is, is like my computer, because that's just the way it is these days. Um, and I'll and I'll I'll um, search all local social media for uh, for the the two names and the gang to try and pin down like you know a bar or a, or somewhere where there's been bar fights where they hang out that kind of thing okay. or where they might have a local area where they are. So there's a few bars down on the low port that lots of pirate gangs uh, hang out on the high port. Um, there's one particular. Um, bar that uh, is near the warehouse sort of quarter of the, the station um, called the Galaxy Bar um, and yeah it's known for a lot of warehouse workers to be drinking in there um, a lot of the manual workers um, a lot of the dockers and things uh, but yeah you guess that if anybody was on high port here um, and was a bit dodgy then that's the place to potentially look. Jim, given my history, would I potentially be able to narrow down once he's given us a list of these places or narrow down where I think they might be operating from? Yeah, so you'd guess that they were operating mainly from Lowport, but like I say, down there, it'd be like the Wild West. Um, up here, again... You, you know, it's a place where you, you've drank before and you spent many a night, uh, the Galaxy Bar. Um, you, you'd possibly, you know, that, that's where you'd think that they'd meet with people up here, maybe broker deals. Obviously, they've got to um, not be um, completely sort of, uh, um, what's the word, uh, corporate, but they've got to deal with corporate people and, you know, broker the deals and things so yeah the, the more respectable ones of them would be up here maybe in suits even um but yeah so 
Um, if they, if, the, if slave ships were going to leave, if they were going to leave on a slave ship, would that leave from the high port or the low port? Um, potentially either. It all depends who they've got in their pocket. Um, it'd definitely be easier to, to, to leave from uh, the low port. But again, it all depends how big the ship is that, that's going. Um, and again, would... Um, would the people who are picking them up want to go down to the low port as well? I think so uh, based, based on the young lady that they're selling, it'd probably be the high port, right? Yeah. Well, you, you'd know yourself, Fenrir, as well. It wouldn't be just one person. There'd probably be quite a few. Um, you know, these gangs, they, they don't just look... Uh, they, they mainly look for um, professionals, you know, so people who can do jobs, techies, doctors um you know some people who, who can actually do things and that's the slaves they look for so you know so people who can put out for work and you know um yeah so you'd know that there'd be it wouldn't be just one or two people you know there'd probably be a few of them well, it sounds like we need to go to this galaxy bar and start uh poking around wouldn't you think so <laughs> detective abbott What I'm going to say now, just for your reference, lock down that detective shit. You say detective in there, nobody's talking to us. They don't need to talk. No, they do need to talk. We need to know where she is. I don't know if you've no. ever done this kind of thing before, but generally how it works, we go in, we grease some palms, we talk to a few people, we find out where they're keeping them. Then we get to do the nasty stuff. But let's be charming to begin with. Right. Well, I guess we should listen to the pop. And at that, you see him snarl again, calling a friendly warning nice and early. Pup, dog, dog soldier. That ain't cool. Oh, I thought We're it proud was a people. Cow. Be careful. Fair enough. You'll, you'll find out my bite's worse than my bark. Right. All right. Pretty Long good at Elvis thing. as well. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> um, so I'll put in the um, the street mapper. Boop, 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 boop. So it gives us the quickest route. You know, are we going to use public transport or walk? Don't know how far away it is. It, it's probably about a ten minute walk to to where you need to go. Okay. I don't know. I'll, I'll look at um, at Hark and, and and wonder myself: Has he ever walked for ten minutes in his entire life? Uh, he's in sure. very good physical condition, so you'd ah. guess he at least does something physical. Okay. Henry gets uncomfortably close and looks at your map. That takes us through too many security areas. And he pl plays around with your little finger, Bob. Yeah. That, that avoids the most security cameras. Yes. Henry comes up with a route that's about 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we could just turn all the security cameras off and then we don't have to worry about them. If you turn cameras off, somebody's going to know something's going on. Something's yeah. always going on. Yeah. Fenrir is right on this. Let's just get there the safest way possible and, and get to the bottom of this. A little, little trouble as possible until the last minute, and then we steal a ship and get the hell out of here. Okay. All right. So you're all traveling to the bar? Mm -hmm. Excellent. So
So, yeah, you, you take a little while to get there. It's more like 35 minutes by the time you, you've done it rather than 25. Um, as the, you, you notice a couple of, you know, security, uh, not checkpoints, but where, where they sort of stood. So uh, Fenrir insists that you go a different way. He's almost sort of always on the lookout. Almost looks like he's got Tourette's in the fact that he's always <laughs> looking around. Uh, he, 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 you know, he's forever on, on the... Uh, He's almost agitated by it, but he's got this sort of sense of where security is or the law is. Um, yeah, and eventually you can hear the music from this bar. Um, it's quite loud. It's quite metally. Um, and yeah, you, you get there and in purple neon across this sort of door, it just says the Galaxy Bar. And there's some stars that have been put there. Real tacky, sort of real cheesy um, sort of sign and there's two rather large gentlemen on the door um, yeah they're, they're sort of you know you're just standing there yeah, you, you're guessing that they're looking out for troublemakers and you know Fenrir takes a big deep breath you know because like, he's got he's got dog senses oh, that's a smell I like and he walks towards or does he recognise the bouncers are they like the normal bouncers that are normally yeah, they're, on? they're the normal guys on here yeah. they're, they're sort of just nod at you they won't say uh, very much uh, um, but uh, yeah he just sort of nods at you Henry nods back gives him a toothy grin sort of goes through the door almost like it's like a saloon he's kind of like yeah, I'm in. You know, like when you know when a cowboy first walks in, like Fenrir just kind of walks in and owns that little bit of lobby. Just he doesn't. Nobody pays any attention to him, but he feels like he owns that lobby in that moment. You you notice as Harkin gets close, they sort of it's almost sort of semi-conscious that that they sort of straighten themselves up and brush themselves down and sort of stand there and they, they sort of give a bit of a nod to him as he he walks through. He's almost got this awe around him that, you know, exudes sort of um, royalty. Um, but, yeah, they, they, they almost get it themselves. And, yeah, there seems to be respect there, even though it seems like more forced respect. Harkin would politely return the nod and walk on through. Okay. So yeah, you're walking through. There's there's a dance floor in the middle of the bar. Um, there's like a second floor um, that, that overlooks the dance floor as well. Um, the seats are all over, um, and also there's quite a large bar that sort of literally runs the whole length of the bar. There's roughly about five or six people serving behind there, and there seems to be. Um, a well-dressed person who stood behind there sort of checking uh, all the bottles and, and things like that. He looks like he's sort of in charge. Vigo's just hanging behind uh, Agent Thorne's shoulder, just basically backing him up, but kind of almost being his shadow. Well, Henry's doing the exact opposite. He's already started dancing his way across the dance. You know what you do when you're crossing the dance floor to get to the bar? kind of like just dancing across the dance floor you know every now and again yeah 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 he's just kind of like going across it and and every now and again like catches into a, a group of ladies and he's like hey and then like shimmies through <laughs> and then gets himself to the bar and then he sort of like waves down with some money in his hand to, to the nearest bar person he doesn't want to speak to the person in charge as you're sort of moving across the bar you can almost hear 
the music kicking in and, and so it's space dog as you go through <laughs> the <book. Yeah. laughs> but yes he gets to the bar and he kind of flashes a little bit of money to have one of the bar bar hostesses come down uh, to him okay so yeah there is uh, it's actually a young gentleman he comes across with a tray um, sir, can I get you anything? Uh, get me the strongest thing you got. Okay. And your friends? Oh, I don't have any friends. <laughs> okay. Okay. It goes away and comes back um, with sort of this metal. It's not a glass. It's like a metal tumbler, and you look inside it, and there's. It doesn't really have a colour as such. It's just, it looks horrific, almost purple. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's not really purple. It just looks, mm. um I'm going to pay for it, and he's going to, hey, um, have the, has Wing been in here recently? Uh, no, I don't know what you mean. And and he, what... he slips a uh, 100 across the uh, table. Oh, uh, oh, hazard wing, uh, you say. Um, um, oh, uh, slips another another 50 across the table. Come on now. I know you guys behind the bar know everything that's going on. I got some merchandise. Yeah, yeah, they're always in and about. Yeah, they've got some big deal going down at the moment. So, yeah, we've seen them a few times. Um, have they been in today or are, they, are you expecting them today? Um, not at the moment. No, they're not here as yet, but they're always in and out. Okay. Thank you. And he slips them another 50. And uh, okay. get yourself a drink as well and flicks them another like. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he does mention uh, that, that it's a pan-galactic gargle blaster, <laughs> uh, this drink. Um, Lovely. Thank you, uh, Cayman. Um, but yeah, uh, 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 you, you sort of neck it, and it almost takes the back of your throat out. It, 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 it you've tasted stuff like this before. It's almost moonshine. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's been locally brewed somewhere. Um, <laughs> it's probably been it, brewed next to someone's like hyper engine or something yeah, like that. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it's it's absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Whew, that would put some hairs in your chest if I didn't already have them. So. Coburn says it, it's similar to having your brain smashed out by a slice of lemon wrapped around a large gold brick. So <laughs> I think that explains it perfectly. So yeah, you, it almost you almost lose balance uh, when yeah, but it, it, it you sort of it takes you about 10, 20 seconds to pull yourself together really, as you're sort of gasping for a bit of breath, but you're trying not to show it. Uh, so yeah, you try yeah, and cool that was, it down. <clears throat> that was um, that was good, <clears throat> really good. <clears throat> and he starts like sort of shimmying back across the dance floor, back to his friends, friends in inverted commas or wherever they were standing, to tell them everything. That so uh, yeah, uh, turns out Hazard Wing have been in here a lot recently. Um, got some big deal going down. Um, they haven't been in today, so it could be worth finding one of these nice little VIP booths, setting ourselves up, and keeping an eye out for them. Would you recognize them when they come in? Oh, yeah, the hazard wings. They've always got their little emblems on them and all sorts. They, they like to flash. Not my kind of guys, but. Fair enough. 
And Hyde goes up to the bar and he's like, I'll have a glass of distilled water. Room temperature, please. Yeah, no problem, sir. <laughs> you get given this glass with water in. Uh, what are, on the what are most people drinking around the bar? Uh, this sort of beer, um, bottles of, uh, we'll call it um, Cosmic Crush beer or, or, or something. And, you know, the, the, you know whiskey, uh, vodka, um, and, yeah, the, the, there's sort of like, you, you, you know yourself that travelling around, there's also locally brewed stuff as well, which uh, your Varga friend seems to have drank from. Um, uh, I'll just order whatever spirit I think looks best behind from behind the bar. Are you having a are you having a bit of an umbrella in it, or are you just going? <laughs> I mean, if they're offering an umbrella, I'm having an umbrella. Okay, excellent. So yeah, you are, you have a cherry, a bit of slice of lemon, a lime, nice twist of lime, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you've got this sort of umbrella, and the, the umbrella is quite quite a pretty one, and it 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 has sort of LED lights that sort of come down it as well, and a flickering round, uh, and you're given a nice sort of neon green straw as well. Um, yeah, this is one of our cocktails. It's called the Afterburner. Sounds fantastic, and I'll obviously pay and yeah. Wonder well, I'll I'll have got two of them. I'll have got one for Worcester. Okay. I'll just get a couple of beers, and then wander over to our booth. That's you can see the door fairly close to the exit and um, park myself down. I mean, are there VIP booths in here? There are now, because you're in one. <laughs> okay, after about 20 minutes, uh, there is um, a group of people walking with quite a loud one at the front. Um, you'd guess that if someone had, had sniffed uh, some space powder or something, and, and drank um, some of that uh, pangalactic gargle blaster. Um, that they'd be acting like this. He's loud. Um, he's sort of waving his gun around, uh, and he seems to have a little group of hangers on. There's there's two ladies, and there's about four four guys with him. Hey, yeah, we'll we'll sit over here tonight, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll get get a seat right over there. Barman, barman, get us some drinks. And do they have any of the defining features of the, well, we're in the intelligence stuff that we were given by Marcel? He is wearing a jacket with an hazard wing emblem on it. Told you. <laughs> Didn't I tell you? Emblems, uh, you they love them. It's, it's the hazard symbol with two little feathered wings coming out of it. <laughs> That's exactly what I imagined. <laughs> well, Fenrir, you know these people. What's your angle for getting in? Well, I'm not entirely. Did anyone actually look at the pictures of the two guys we actually need to talk to slash kill? I'll show you the two pictures of the people that you just described. Yeah, he's not oh, one of those. 
look, you can see them on my phone. Ah, uh, 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 then this is not either of them. So what I say is um, we get them either suitably drunk and they tell us what's going on, or we follow them back and then we find the girl. Either approach should work. And uh, I'm hoping uh, Mr. here, and he nods to Harkin, has deep pockets because I'm sure these guys could drink. Since we're not getting expenses. Well, lead on. I like to stay in the background myself. I'll let you do all your shenanigans. Uh, Jim, like looking at their table, do they look amenable to strangers coming up to them? Like, are people coming nearby and they're shooing them off? Or there's there's lots of noise. People seem to be keeping away from them rather than going to. They don't need to shoo anybody off. Even even like the waiter or the waitress that goes over to them sort of gets away as soon as they can. They sort of put the bottle or the, the glasses on the table and just sort of shift away, trying not to make eye contact with them. Are they in a booth? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. And is there they're a booth a bit... directly behind them? No, 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 it's against the wall. They've got a big round table in front of them and the booth sort of goes like half a moon around the, the, the table. How close could I get? I've got heightened senses, so I might be able to hear them if I can get close enough. So I might not even have to engage with them if I can get close enough to listen in on their conversation. Okay. So you're going to sort of go and sit down near them and make a... Um, yeah. Okay, let's have a look. Is, is, there a ba- is there a bathroom? Yeah, yeah, absolutely there is, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll send, a, send Vigo a little message saying um, you might want to get ready to leave. And I'll walk to the bathroom. Is there a window in the bathroom? Um, no. Is there any exit in the bathroom? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to put a shotgun shell through the um, door. Okay. And then I'm going to contact the uh, local authorities and tell them gunshots fired at the galaxy. Okay. And then I'm going to conceal my shotgun and walk back into the bar. Okay. So the music is that loud that no one in the club actually hears this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you, you sort of contact them yeah, and uh, yeah, you sort of go back. So um, Fenrir, would you like to make me a stealth roll, please, to sort of get up close to close enough to them? Okay. Second. Can add your dex bonus up. Yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got stealth as a skill. Okay, excellent. I get I'm very dexterous. you've sort of managed to get yourself to the booth next to them. You're sitting with your back to them. Um, and I, I use as I'm going, I like get some like sort of usher some girls and with some drinks and stuff, so to make it look like I'm a party of my own sitting yeah. there and I'm just paying for girls to drink while I'm listening to the conversation that's going on behind me. Okay. It is, again, the music is really loud, so it, it is quite an effort to sort of work out what's going on, but this this guy, the, the, the main sort of, he almost looks like a Weasley man, he's very very thin and gangly, um, he, he, he's, he, he's almost respected but not, they're almost scared of him almost, you, you're sort of getting the gist. Yeah, I tell you, man, we got this big, big deal going down, man. Yeah, 
they're, they're going to be going, yeah, we, we've got it all sorted. Yeah, as soon as we've got it sorted up here, it's gone. It's gone by the end of the week. We're all going to be rich. So it's going by the end of the week. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hover for a while, see if they move, see if they say anything else of value, and just enjoy also the presence of the young ladies I'm now buying drinks for. Okay, all of a sudden, bursting through the front door of the the bar, uh, come running four security guards uh, into the the bar, and they're sort of looking round. Um, uh, they sort of have a look around the bouncers the two bouncers at the door are with them um, and they're sort of pointing around uh, and they're looking ar- around and about um, they pick on a couple of people and sort of pat them down um, and yeah they just sort of hang around in there for a little bit and then after not finding anything or seeing no trouble they sort of shrink away Henry had no idea what was going on and stayed in his booth. And you almost guess, you, you almost thought that they'd come for you. To be fair, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. And <laughs> um, Fenrir, he's just waiting to see if the guys behind him were going to react and like maybe try to get out or something like that. If they try to leave or anything, that Fenrir will try and follow him. No, he did go a bit quiet. But again, the mouth you in the middle were, were was was mouthing things like you know, fucking idiots and. Pigs and yeah, here we come. Plastic, yeah. As they were sort of walking around, and they did make an effort to sort of avoid uh, this guy. He must be really nasty. That does tell you something. Mm. Does indeed. Uh, yeah, Fenrir is just going to continue to recon the situation and wait for them because I think the best bet now is just wait for them to leave and then follow them back to base of operations. It's probably the uh, best way to deal with this situation. Hey! Ah, hey! Wha- I can smell I can smell fur. Hey, you dog boy. I'm sorry, are you talking to me? Yeah, you're the only dog boy that's supposed to be in there. Yeah, you're looking a bit woof. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're the, you're the funny one, are you? Yeah, that's right. I suggest, yeah, you're, you're getting up my nose stream. Yeah, I suggest you leave here. Oh, no, the only place I'm going is at the front door. And if you want to follow me, you're welcome to do so. Otherwise, I'm going to take my seat. Call me dog boy again. You'll find like out. You say, you're going out the front door, so bye bye. You freaking furball. And at that, the uh, the uh, strength fifteen combat arm punches him clean in the face. <laughs> hey, make me an initiative roll, please. <laughs> He's lucky I ain't biting him. To be fair. <laughs> what do we do? What's the initiative? It's um. Two things you can use, isn't it? Uh, Dex or intelligence. Or intelligence. De- oh, yeah, definitely Dex then. Uh... Nine. Oops, where am I? Oof. You definitely go first. So, yeah, make, make me a punch roll. That's melee. Basically. Uh, unarmed. 
unarmed. Okay, I don't have melee unarmed, but I do have two other melees. So that's useful. Yeah, so it'll be zero. That's fine. So I'll just roll decks then because it's, it's done with that. Oh, oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I clean punch him and it's my combat arm, so it's strength 15. Uh, wow. Okay. So, so it's got. That is five above. Wow. <laughs> okay. What damage does your combat arm do? It's just a big, hefty arm. It's just an unarmed strike. So I guess 1d6. It's a, it's, I think it's 1d6 plus your strength modifier plus the effects of the roll. So. so cool. So I'll roll it, roll it, roll, roll forward slash roll. 1d6. So it's 5 plus 3 plus 5. That's 13 damage. Okay. So you catch him right in the jaw. And I take it you're going for like a stun, really. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to kill him. I'm just... It's, it's kind of like ruffian communication now. You know, it's a bit of like, yeah, come on, you wanted to be big and hard and I'm just going to put you back down where you belong. You, you sort of put one hand in the middle of the table almost like lightning, and you sort of reach across and catch him straight on the jaw. And he just sort of looks at you as his sort of head goes backwards and hits the back of the chair, looking a little bit shocked. And then he sort of leans forward and his head hits the, the table and he's not moving. Any and of you other boys? Sort of, the, the others all sort of lean back and put their hands up. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're, we were just with him, yeah? yeah? We don't want no trouble. Guilty by association, gentlemen. And if you want to make any dog comments? No, no, no. I, I, in fact, in fact, I've got two dogs back uh, uh, <laughs> there, and I look after them real good. Yeah, they're, they're, they're groomed and they're, they're well good. And you know, we've had them nearly five years. And I have to say, yeah, they're, they're really nice dogs. We, you know, they're fed well. Yeah. In okay. fact, we probably okay. feed them too much. You know, they're, they're quite. And he, and he, he signals for a hostess to bring some drinks over. He, he signals a hostess to bring some drinks over the table. Gentlemen, we find ourselves in a moment of opportunity. Your friend here is unconscious, and I've got some products I need to bring to the Hazard Wing. Where would I find them? Uh, Specifically, what's the two guys' names? I've got to remember who I clearly don't remember because I'm an idiot in real life, not my character. <laughs> John Connor. John Carver. John Carver. <laughs> and Goat and Muller. Definitely no John Carver. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking yeah. for Carver and Muller. Where can I find them? Yeah. Uh, and a big, uh, one, a big old bottle of like uh, of vodka got, drink comes to the uh, table. I've got no idea what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, I, 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 the eyes are wearing that. That's something to do with Rico there. And nothing to do with us. I start pouring them some drinks. Are you sure you've got nothing to tell me? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, uh, Nobody will know I've got just I've got some products. You know, Hazard Wing like to move stuff. I like to move stuff. Yeah, Reggie and Frieda are the names, and they've really looked after. Yeah. I don't um, care about yeah. your dogs. Yeah, uh, and Carver, where can I find them? Uh, we don't know. We, we, Look, we really don't Mr. Know. Braggy, Mr. Braggy here has definitely told you. He he speaks about like. You know the things that he's got, the monies that he's got coming in. He, he don't speak about people individually, and we've only just met him. To be fair. Well, shit, that's not what I wanted to hear. See, I got this real big deal myself, and I wanted to all go through today. And I was hoping you could maybe help yourselves help me. 
How about you guys drink for free for the rest of the night? If you can tell me where I can find those two gentlemen. Uh, we don't, we don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. Hmm. And I think they can, they'll now see him visibly, visibly getting annoyed. <laughs> we, we don't mean to upset you, uh, uh, Mr. Dog. Um, Fenrir. Um, Fen- oh. oh, sorry. Uh, we don't mean to upset you, Fenrir, Dog. Um, you, you know, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what you want from me. How about you ladies? Because they, they were with ladies as well, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, uh, we no, no, we're, we're, we're all right. We, we, we stick to humans. No, no, I, I appreciate that. You're not my type, even ladies, though you are very attractive. Um, no, uh, men have looser lips around ladies. Perhaps you can point me in the direction of Carver and Moolah. Of course, I'll make it worth your while, money wise, nothing else. Uh. Um, um, uh, we don't, I, I'd like to tell you that we know, but we don't. And he gets out a wad, and it's like two thousand credits. Are you sure you don't know? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Honestly, I, I could tell you something, but I'd be lying. And the last thing I want to do is annoy you, sir. Okay. Look, he, he turns to the unconscious bloke. Looks like you're coming with me. <laughs> and he starts dragging him across the bar area. <laughs> okay, yeah, Fenrir, Fenrir comes walking across the bar. Um, I, I prop him up in our in what was our booth <laughs> with yeah. the others. Um, there you go. Has, uh, has he got a mobile device on him? Oh, the, the guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, he's got a communication uh, device on him. Um, I'll look at Vigo. Right. And Vigo will pull out his portable computer and see if I can hack his comm unit so we can track where he's been. Okay. As you can see, it's not quite going to plan. What's the difficulty of this? Um, so I would say yeah, it's just going to be uh, an average. It'll be eight. Okay. Uh, succeed with six effects on my hacking roll. Now, I'm not being funny, yeah, but let's get let's get one thing straight before we go forward, yeah. Right. You're getting more armor rolls here, guys. Yeah. I've, I've not seen the roll below nine yet, yeah? So I know that what's going to happen, well, I've rolled once and I've got a five, yeah? So we can all see the, the direction we're heading in. So let's calm it down, yeah? <laughs> well, okay, yeah. Computer hacking is kind of his thing, other That's, than psionics, yeah. so... <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, you you sort of get into it. Um, there's a lot of calls to to you know. It seems like it's more of a radio than anything, um, but it has been used a lot lately. Um, you sort of get an area that it's been, but the, the, there's some that's like uh, that was made. Uh, to an area, he, he's made calls from like the the warehouse area, although deep into the warehouse area, and he's made some um, calls down on the low port as well. 
Well, looks like he's been communicating with personnel deep in the warehouse area of High Port, and also he's been making calls down to Low Port. If you want, Thorne, I could do a deeper dive on him, but it'll tire me out a little bit. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. We could just bug him, wake him up, and let him walk home. That's a sound plan. We've got a general idea of where he's likely dealing with people up here and down below. So, yeah, he's it's still, a good idea. He's still unconscious, and he's sort of leaning back, and he's he's almost got a smile on his face, he, his mouth's open, and you can see he's missing at least three teeth. Um, oh. I, su- I suggest we call one of the um, one of the ladies over to uh, sit with him and make sure he, he gets where he needs to go. I'm sure with enough credit, she'll be uh, happily to oblige. Oh, no doubt. And Fenrir goes back to the table and offers uh, one of the ladies a thousand credits to make sure this chap gets up and goes home. Oh, holy shit. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get him on. Excellent. Okay, and we'll bug him. Yeah. Okay. Well, basically, just because just he's got his... We've hacked his communications. We've hacked his phone. So we can just track it through his phone. Okay. Or his, you know, whatever device he's got. Cool. We'll just just turn his location on. (laughs) (laughs) Parental controls. Yeah, (laughs) Find my phone. Find my phone. Yeah, one of our viewers has suggested that Vigo uses the glass of water that he's got to wake him up. I wouldn't. I wouldn't waste good distilled water on scum like this. Throw throw one of those foul drinks in his face. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we probably don't want to be here when he wakes up. Yeah. Right. Okay. So where are you going? Well, pull back and scatter, so that we've got eyes on him wherever he goes when he leaves the bar. Yeah. And we could do a, a leapfrog follow, so we're not not any one of us is always behind him. Okay, after about 30 minutes, you hear a bit of shouting going on. And uh, whoever's near the, the entrance to the bar, yeah, you know, seen him like see him leave, and there's there's this lady with him who, who you paid, yeah. and he, he sort of shoves her over. Yeah, get, get away from me. I, I don't need you here. Yeah, get back to your friends. Yeah, I've got business to do. And he's sort of rubbing his head. Shit, man. I got it by a brick. <laughs> and yeah, he, he's sort of wandering down um, the corridor. So Hyde will follow in behind him first and, and just start uh, stealthily moving to try to keep him in sight. Yeah. I'll just go, go like a street over or like a, you know, however it works, yeah. you know, parallel somewhere. He seems to be moving to like uh, where there's some berths, uh, sort of some rooms. Um, and he sort of stops as he, uh, he's sort of gone into the, a room. You have to keep him under surveillance. I'll find somewhere nice to sit down. 
as we come in, the, the noise crackles through whatever um, you're tracking with. As we, yeah, this is recall, man. Yeah, I just ran into some big dog. Yeah, he, he, he sort of, yeah, he got, he got about five, ten, ten mates with him. And yeah, they, they've all said about me. Yeah, I could do with some backup. Yeah. Rico, why are you always causing trouble, man? Yeah, you know what we got going on. Yeah, I suggest you keep a low profile. Yeah, we're not coming up there. We're not sorting your shit out. Yeah, I suggest that you keep your head down, dude. You certainly don't want uh, Golden to find out about this. Yeah, well, I... Okay, man, they, they said about me real good. Yeah, I'm going to need some work on my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hit no teeth. <laughs> uh, I guess one of us is listening to this on the bug. Yeah. yeah we, well, it, well it, we, we can just basically hack his phone, so you, you should be able to see what the number is that, or what, what communication device it's coming from. Yeah, say, can we use that connection to trace where the call's coming from? Yep. Yeah. yeah, you've got literally... It's, all... yeah, it's coming from low port. Um, I meant more specifically. But... Yeah, because oh, you'll, you'll know yeah, what, yeah, what like communications device. Of... Yeah, it, it looks like it's coming from one of the bar areas. The, the, there's a couple of areas where there's a few bars um, down, on loop, no, uh, down on the low port. Yeah. You knew, earlier you said, Jim, that when we did the sort of backtrace on where he's been calling backwards and forwards, the location on Lowport, was it like in a warehouse area or was it the bars that we've also... It was the bars just... down there. Up, up, yeah. up on the high port, it was like mainly from uh, a warehouse section. But it was like deep into the warehouse. Mm. Nowhere near like the loading bays or anything, so... Well, it sounds like we're either, we either need to go down to Lowport and grab this golem if that's who he's talking to or maybe see what there is to see in these warehouses up here before we go down there but either way we should move quick if they're only going to be here for yeah. a week jim can, you... can i do a street rise to try and work out where i would keep the merchandise if i wanted to keep them somewhere safe and accessible for people to come and view the merchandise yeah kushka might be wrong I do just succeed, but with no extra, like, effects. Okay. So, like I said earlier, if they were selling them to people and the sort of people who want to buy slaves and use them have probably got a lot of money, they wouldn't take them down to Lowport because of how dodgy it is down there. Um, there'd probably be a selection uh, of the slaves or, or something similar up here somewhere, um, but it would definitely be without the corporation's knowledge because you do know this port is run quite well. There is sort of a few palms that have been greased, as in everywhere. But, yeah, I mean, it, it would be somewhere dark and dingy, um, away from other people. Um, Stay deep inside the warehouse area. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, you know, amongst the racking and, and things. Um I mean, the person that I'm tracing, I'm assuming I would have had communication device details for her. Can we see if that is still active? Uh, 
yeah, it's not it's not active. Well, look, if I was keeping merchandise, the same merchandise right now, um, I'd keep it up here so that the buyers who, let's face it, are not going to want to go down the low part and come here. Now, the risk is they're not selling her here. And then we tip them off if we get them up here because there's no way we're going to be able to deal with their merchandise up here and not cause problems. So we got a 50-50 chance of getting this right. Well, how about the rich boy go in and pretend to be somebody interested in purchasing the merchandise, see if the target is here, up here, and then if we know she's here, we can move on this side. If not, we can head down to Lowport. Pinky, you hand on that, pretty boy. Uh, I'm going to be looking on my computer. I'm basically going to be seeing if I can find out where you would obtain these sorts of things. Can I roll streetwise or something? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Wow. Good roll. Unbelievable. Yeah, so there'd be some sort of broker up here somewhere uh, for the wing. Um, you'd probably grease a few palms and find out who it is. Um, like, I, like I say, Fenrir did mention earlier on that, you know, if there's people up here um, that are particularly into the business side of it, they'd probably look a little bit respectable um, or try to look a little bit respectable. Was there anyone in the bar we were in that matched that would match that sort of description? Um, there was a few people, but you're guessing that if if they were part of the wing or this group, then they would have acted when uh, Fenrir smashed the the guy's teeth through. Do you make like a broker role to see if he can figure out where they might, uh, who he might need to contact? Yeah, absolutely. That's you, Raj, not me. I can't broker to save my life. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're asking the wrong person for brokering. I didn't even know broker was a skill, so. Yeah. I, that's kind of what I was hoping to do with streetwise. Um, make, so, make me a Bane streetwise roll, please. I don't know what that means. So roll 3d6 and take the worst two. If you open up the role, you can where it says type normal, if you go there, you can put disadvantage. I think that's Bane. Yep, that is Bane. Well, still did great. Yep. <laughs> Outrageous. Um, I'm sure your dice will roll at six. Uh, Matt did say that you'd hack the internet. Um, yeah, so there's a couple more... Uh, bars there's the uh there's the solace bar um and there's a bar called the sunshine bar as well um that you'd probably sort of get um you'd probably be able to make a few like carouse sort of thing and find out who to talk to all right uh, i'll head to one of those okay yeah. ask my computer if it can find it try and find things out while I'm doing that though because I have an intelligent computer okay well you're asking it to find out 
Uh, I'm basically trying to any if they can it can find any details on this uh, oh, okay. this slave exchange or slave market or whatever. Okay, it comes up with the name of Grimmen Weinstein. Um, he's been known to front business and deals for the the Hazard Wing Group. Uh, does it have any location or contact areas? It has a, fo- a photo of him. Um, or known associates. Yeah, known associates, the wing. Um, uh, he's he's uh, associates with uh, someone called Goten Muller and John Carver, um, Rico Biggs, uh, and a few other names as well. Okay, I'll basically have their pictures flash up on my computer. Okay. He looks an oldish gentleman, um, and he's he sort of got a... Um, a moustache and a balding head and it, it looks like that he's got a bit of a comb over going on but it's quite wispy on the picture it looks like it, you know he's been somewhere a little bit breezy maybe uh, but yeah it, it's it's sort of oof. yeah yeah I'm going to head to bars and see if I can find anything okay yeah so you, you, you go into the Sunshine Bar and it, it, it seems all very nice in here. Yeah, there's a couple of people drinking what look like alcohol and, you know, shorts. Uh, but most of the people in here are drinking coffee and uh, other hot drinks. Um, most of the people in here are dressed quite well as well. So you almost don't look out of place in here. Although you do because, yeah, you, you, you're sort of very sort of, um, differently dressed, shall we say. Okay, yeah, I guess I'm going to start doing a bit of carousing, basically trying to worm out of people if they know anything about it. Okay. Could you make me a recon roll, please, if you have it? Recon? Uh, I do not have recon. I have Carouse. Oh, I have Jack of All Trades. Well, if you roll Recon, then your Jack of All Trades will just reduce the negative. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to add that in as a skill because I didn't add all the skills. Oh, yeah, I put in all the skills. So, like, my skill is, like, just tons of minus threes. (laughs) If we know the name, can uh, can I just try and find him? Like try and find where his business is located. Uh, yeah, so he, he does most of his boat. You, you you find him up. He does most of his brokering from the Sunshine Bar. It seems to be um, that's where a lot of meats have been, sort of thing. And uh, what's right. the stat associated with recon? Intelligence, probably intelligence. Okie dokie. close so yeah you, you have a look around and um not been given any re-rolls have we any re-rolls no yeah you have a look around you you, you can't see him are you, are you on your own in there or uh, no worcesters yeah okay no you can't see him 
if I could kind of grease a few palms. Okay, there's the barman who's sort of wiping the bar. Um, he's sort of cleaning the, the hot drink machine out. Can we just get his number out of the phone book and phone him? You could do, yeah. Let's do that then. Okay. I'm yeah. trying to remember what his name was now. Weinstein here. How can I help? Hey, Weinstein, where are you bound? Uh, who wants to know? Well, I need to come see you. I need to introduce myself. i got some business. Well, why don't you tell me who you are and what business you've got? And I'll tell you then where I am. I'm going to cut the phone. Hello? Okay, Hello? so can we just trace where he answered the phone? Okay. Just yeah, it, it, it is coming from the Sunshine Bar. Okay, so I'll tell him he is did, there. Did I see who answered the phone? Um, again, make me a recon roll, Roger. Yeah. <laughs> you should take um, Mike with you. Uh, I passed. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you see, at the, at, towards the back of the bar, uh, there's a guy who's wearing sort of a fedora hat. Um, he's sort of looking out. It's probably why you didn't notice him. And when he looks up and sort of answers, well, you do recognise him as the guy from the picture. Okay. Thank God he um, doesn't have an internal calm like like I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to go buy, my, buy myself a fancy drink and kind of sidle on over. He sort of sits there and he looks up at you as you get close. Can I help you? I understand that you're the man to talk to if I'm looking to acquire certain things. You want to elaborate? And I'll kind of lean over and basically... Uh, take, a, take a seat, my well-dressed friend. I'll sit down, uh, kind of give him a bit of a taste, take a sip of my drink, drink, and then kind of lean over and go, looking to purchase some uh, help. Okay, help us in physical help or help us in help? Workers. Okay, okay. Who gave you my number? Ah, well, I've, I forget it. Uh, I move in such circles. I talk to so many people. Okay. I kind of really like playing on the cultured, you know, wealthy accent. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I might be able to get myself on some merchandise. Excellent. Uh, do you have somewhere where you display the goods? I can. Uh, I would be most interested in having a look. Say, so taking a sip of my very expensive-looking cocktail. He has a tablet computer with him, and he sort of keys a couple of things. And uh, I'm going to have my uh, my communicator open so okay. uh, people can listen into this conversation. He he slides it across, and on this uh, tablet he's running now. 
uh, is a person. It's like a full shot of a person, and that person sort of moves around, and the the camera moves around it, um, and then sort of backs off. And then after about ten seconds, it moves to another person, and it goes to about twenty in all. There's all sorts uh, that looks like you know um, scientists, doctors, and you recognise one of them as Alralda. Uh, Hutton, the, the the actual lady that you're looking for. Mm, some fine-looking specimens. And uh, where would such a such trade or viewing take place? Well, you you bring your ship uh, into the warehouse docks, and uh, we'll discreetly get them aboard. Uh, do you have a port that you could uh, that you could well, give me so I know where I'm docking? That if you're interested, of course it's half up front, and then uh, the other half when uh, the deal is is done. Uh, but which port would I need to head to? I, uh, I would yeah, wish to medically examine the. Yeah, we'll, we'll send you de- we'll send you details of that once once you know uh, you've shown uh, interest. Uh, there are a couple I'm interested in. However, I would wish my my man here to examine the merchandise before completing his purchase. Well, you can uh, uh, examine uh, on the ship. We don't want to draw too much attention. So the more, oh, of, of course, yeah, I, mean, we'll, I just we'll, need to know where I'm docking so I can examine before. Well, like I say, purchasing. you pay off upfront, and we'll call that the beginning of a deal. Uh, I don't like purchasing merchandise that I haven't seen. You've seen it there. Yes, we but have, images can be images can be old or tampered with. That. You can you can run your checks on us. We've got a good reputation for uh, good uh, good workers and and good deals. We may enter at the the rough end of the scale in how we get things, but how and we while get he's the- talking to me, I'm going to actually connect his device to mine, kind of okay. discreetly. While you know, while he's distracted, looking yeah. at me. And basically transmit like a remote connection. Make me a. Oh, I want to say stealth, but you, would it be stealth? It's deception, uh, dexterity. Deception. That's, deception. Uh, that's the slight. It's deception, dexterity because it's um, sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I pass. Excellent. Yeah, he's sort of looking around and his arms are going in there. You know, I don't have to, you know, if you're not interested, then that's down to you. But um, I'm just going to, I'm going to start asking him questions about various people, not specific. I'm not going to be deliberately asking about the one that we're actually interested in to kind of give Thorn a ch- chance to, you know, hack in and find out what he needs well, Vigo, to do. Vigo's going to do the hacking. Oh. Whichever right. one of them. No, Basically, fine. a remote connection will be being yeah, bounced yeah, yeah, back yeah, yeah. to them. I'll think to Before myself, Mr. Vigo. Okay, so once he gets... Is it still an average difficulty roll? Um, or is it higher? Uh, can my computer help him? Because I have a tech level 12 intelligent computer. Um, my, com- my computer is specifically designed for hacking, so... Oh, okay. Yeah, it is. It is a difficult role. Got it. It has got some sort of firewalls and 
protection mm -hmm. in there that you're, you're, you're meeting. Okay. Some 11 affects three against a difficult roll. Son of a bitch. I reckon I ought, ought to make you roll D4s from now on. <laughs> yeah, so you, you get you get into it is so you, you, you're there remotely using his tablet. So uh, what I'm doing is I'm I'm pulling his database up, taking a look at the schematics, figuring out where which warehouses they're using, which docks they're using, trying to see if I can find what kind of security measures they have, you know, any any kind of information I can glean from his tablet. Okay, you you see that there's there's some there's some receipts on there and um, you know ledgers of sale and things and you, you sort of pulling the information through and you seem to keep pulling up uh, doc one four nine. Okay, I'll just calm Roger and tell him. Uh, sorry, I'll calm Harkin. And tell him um, we've got the information. Um, you can quit stalling now. Okay, I'll kind of pop it out and go. Well, um, maybe uh, organise to meet him again tomorrow night. Uh, are you going to be here tomorrow? I've got a few oh, other. Oh shit! You're not one time waster, guys. Yeah, you've come over here. You've asked me. You said <laughs> you were serious, and now I'm kind of... here tomorrow night. I'm a busy man. I do busy things. I'm a businessman. Yeah, you have to understand that. Just walk I don't away. Deal with time wasters. I'll laugh, flash something that's that I'm carrying that's inordinately expensive, and walk away. Yeah. Fucking nobles, man. <laughs> so, are we going to stake out this place, or are we going to go in, or? Well, let's just we perhaps have yeah, a look around first. first. Yeah. It comes through your comms. Hey, hey, uh, uh, Fenrir, uh, Vigo, uh, Parker. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I've I've sorted this the, the deal straight away, and I, I need help unloading uh, uh, the gear. I've got to take it to uh, uh, Dark One uh, Fifty Four. Um, yeah, do you want to meet me there or do you want to come back to the ship and, and we go there so we can unload these machine parts? We'll meet you there, Captain Parker. We were headed down into the docks anyway, so you said dock 154? Yeah, yeah, 154. Well, it looks like we got a reason to be down on the docks now, gentlemen. Um, okay. so is, it, is it worth someone going and uh, re going while we are unloading, going down and recon in this place? I spent a lot of years helping people get out of places they didn't want to be. I'm pretty good at being quiet and being unseen, but there may be somebody better. I don't know. How about you, Fenrir? Um, uh, <clears throat> yeah, well, well, I'm a big old stick out like a sore throne kind of guy. Yeah, I kind of yeah. I, I can be quiet when I'm when I, I was be. I was I was making a joke. I I'm not real good at that. Sorry. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. Funny. I can I I can move quite quietly, but not all the time. 
Also, they have communication saying some dog guy punched their mate in the face, so <clears throat> they may be looking for me. But I won't be far away. Worst comes worried. to worse, I can always get out of there. You know what I mean, uh, yeah. Agent Thorne. You can. Worst, like, worst case scenario, I want to get to the dock 154 so I can get my actual gear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Our actual gear is on the ship. Yeah. So you make your way across to where uh, it's signposted for docks 1 to uh, two, 251. Uh, okay. Um, and you make your way across there. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. Could, could, um, Vigo, Thorn, and Mike all make me a recon roll, please. That I can do. Recon, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the difficulty? Average. Fifteen affects seven. Son of a bitch. He sees their molecules. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can see through walls. <laughs> um, you notice that there's two security guards, and you've been walking for quite a while now. You've entered this big, vast warehouse area, uh, and there's sort of trucks being moved around everywhere. Um, that there's suits, there's there's like forklifts uh, that are hovering around and moving around, uh, and there's like a, a yellow walkway that is sort of painted on the floor with a little person in there to show you you're supposed to walk in that, and it sort of snakes through the outside of this warehouse, uh, and the signs up every now and again telling you which which way. There's two security guards. It's quite a busy place, but you've noticed that they're stuck with you since you moved from the sunshine bar mike did you uh you notice we picked up a couple shadows mike takes a look all right what what do you want to do about it well we got business on doc 154 so let's just head down there and see what they if they decide to close on us, well, we can handle it. Okay. Okay. So you make your way through and you eventually get to Dock 154. And you see um, the Grim Gideon sort of docking against it. Um, and the cargo bay sort of comes and, and sort of seals itself to, to, the, um, uh, to the dock door. And it opens. And it's quite a big space, and yeah, you can you can now enter the the the, the uh, cargo area of the ship, where Captain. there are a number of sort of powered trucks that are like hand trucks that you can move the, the goods around with and sort of ship them out. Uh, there's basically a shitload of machine parts in here. Um, it, it it roughly it's going to take roughly about half an hour. To, to unload this between you. Are you all unloading or, or is one of you going on a bit of a recon? Obviously, Roger's not <laughs> unloading. I was going to say, no. Um, 
I guess we're keeping eyes on the security. Or have they followed us all the way here, have they? <laughs> yeah, there's a, they've sort of run back now, and the, the, you know the, the, they've sort of disappeared. Yo, Vigo, need a distraction? Well, if they're, <coughs> yeah, you know, it might not hurt to have a little distraction. And he clicks and his then, neck. Distractions. Oh, what I'm good at. You'll know when to go. And this is just basically to give him a window where security are going to be concentrating on me. Um, and what I'm going to do, Jim, is one of the power loaders, I'm going to be like accidentally, accidentally, really, really fast towards them. Be like, watch out, it's out of control. <laughs> and then like chase after it and then manage to like kind of stop it before it just hits them. But then I'll be like, what are you, are they standing on the yellow bit that they're meant to be standing on? <laughs> uh, yeah, the bit, people, uh, there's, we're, we're, we're around by the docks, they're, they're off the walkway, but anybody walking through uh, the warehouse, they're, they're sort of stick to this uh, uh, almost yellow brick road. But it, it's, but, but uh, these two security guys aren't. No, they've sort of moved. They're, they're, right, so could you make me a pilot roll? Is it, would it be a pilot roll? Drive. drive, drive, yeah, drive, drive, I don't have drive, so it's a dexterity, minus, right? Yeah, yeah. dexterity yeah. Minus, three. Minus, three. minus three, minus three, that's fine. So it's just a zero roll, basically. I'm just trying to basically fake it out control. It doesn't matter if it actually goes out of control as long as it goes in the general direction. Okay, so you start it. Oh, what's going on? And you sort of spin it round as you get to the sort of through the airlock or whatever, and you smash it into the ship's door uh, door frame, and the, the 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 sort of machine parts break open from being all strapped down, um, and they spill all over the floor. This is going to take you about an hour to unload now. Once you. Yeah. Vigo considers that an adequate distraction and slips there are, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are a, a few security guys who come over. Uh, yeah. And, it, and instead, like, now I'm making a crowd out of it and making, like, loads of people run over and that. And it's basically just trying to give Thorn, uh, uh, Vigo, a... Basically, those two security guys aren't going to notice him then stealthing off just to make... So, the, so there is a guy in a very high-vis yellow jumpsuit who comes over and he's got a clipboard yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, well, what, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. You, you'll need to fill out a form. Yeah, yeah. We, we were well. I had on health and safety. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. You, you'll you'll be needing to. Uh, uh, Fenrir turns him and is like, "I'm already having a bad enough day," and like bears his fangs at him. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Back it up. Nobody got hurt. It doesn't matter. I'll load it back up. Get out of well, here. We'll need, we'll need to take a breath test, sir. Yeah, uh, and if you fail, yeah, you're going to be banned from, from here for, for the next two weeks. Yeah? Put anything in my face and I'll bite you. Um, can you got I... a certificate of training for using that thing, sir? Can I, can I approach him and, and point out that um, Fenrir is still on the, sh on the vessel and isn't on his dock? Uh, he has no jurisdiction on our vessel, only on the dock. So he wants to step off our ship because currently he's trespassing and he can get his hive ears and do whatever he likes on his dock. Uh, uh, well, okay, we'll move. And I'm going uh, to pick up a clipboard from, from the <laughs> desk near the, near the back door and just hold it in my hand. <laughs> uh, and we'll move across to uh, Vigo <laughs> as he slips away. 
So Vigo, where are we looking? So uh, he's going to just try to, you know, slide between uh, just he's un- trying to make himself unnoticed as he's moving towards dock 149. Yeah, so a visual on it. As you've moved around the warehouse, you have noticed there's some security guys here uh, <laughs> that sort of look out, uh, um, look after gear. So if, there, for instance, if there's some high value products, there'll be security in there sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, as you get to Got one four nine. You notice that there's something on the ground floor level. It's not up on the racking, uh, but it's a big cargo container, and there are some security around it. There's about seven security. Could you make me a recon roll, please, Vigo? I can. And the difficulty? Uh, average. Thirteen five effects. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, I'm not this bitter and twisted all the time, by the way, people. Yeah, yeah I've just I feel oh, bullied, bullied and bruised by these people. You're, where, you're working into his wheelhouse at the moment. That's yeah, that's why. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So you've noticed something about these guards. Now the guards on the station are all well dressed in their jumpsuits, uh, clean shaven. Uh, they they look the bit. These look like they've been sleeping in their their jumpsuits, and some of them are unshaven. Uh, they just look uncomfortable in what they're wearing. Okay, so I'm gonna actually do my first scion roll of the night here. Um, I've got I'm a telepath, so I'm gonna use the power life detection, which has a distance range which is up to several kilometers. Cost me one side uh, point. It's an easy telepathy roll, telepathy roll, but it will tell me the number of animals, people, what I mean, you know, very precise. So I'm trying to determine if there are humans inside that cargo container or sentient life. Make me a roll, sir. All right. So telepathy, easy roll. 19, 11 effects. How the hell is wow. that? I rolled a six and a five on the dice. That was the thing of beauty. But it did cost me one scion point. So it drops temporarily okay. drops my scion. There are the seven guards. And there seems to be 12 other souls in the cargo container. Right. So with that uh, hide... Vigo Hyde will pull back and head back towards Dock 154 with uh, with a breakdown of the security forces and, and confirmation of where the hostages are being held. Sorry, Jim, how many people yeah. are on the tablet that I was scrolling through? Uh, Twelve. Okay. Well, there was, no, no, there wasn't. There was about 20. Okay. So, so he gets... Was- Hyde, Hyde's got his, he's got a calm link, or, uh, a neuro link. So he, he's just calming uh, with uh, Agent Thorne on the way back to Doc 154. That's fine. I've got a neuro link. We don't have to yep. talk. We can just think to each other. Yep. So it just confirmed the seven, seven guards. There's a cargo container on the base floor. It's got 12 life signs inside it. Probably our, our, our people, but we can't confirm exactly which ones. 
So, are you going back to the uh, Grim Gideon, uh, Vigo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, as you get back there, you notice the guy with the uh, the high vis suit on and some of the security is still there and they're still arguing. Yeah, I think you'll find, Mister Thorne, that some of those machine parts are indeed on the shop floor. Yeah, so I think that that uh, uh, constitutes as being in my realm of ju- ju- uh, justice. Now, if you would f- uh, get your friend to breathe into this device, and uh, but we could take a sample of his breath. You want as, a dog breath? As, as Vigo walks up, he will use tele-empathy on the individual and make him feel extremely friendly towards us and want to help us. Okay. That okay. is a, uh, that's a routine telepathy check. And we'll cost. Okay, I want you to make that. I want you to make that with the bane, because this guy is especially uh, um, passionate about his health and safety, as all health and safety people are. Yeah, so only fair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to break him. To uh, not not a problem. Eleven three effects. Fuck off. Uh, Well, yeah, you know. uh, you guys are welcome to come anytime, but yeah, you know, I'd prefer if you could get him to breathe into this and then we can close off this case. Yeah. My my friend, let's just I'll take care of it. I'll clean this up. You don't have anything to worry about here. I know you're really busy and I'd hate to have uh have this problem you. So you give me the paperwork, I'll make sure it's filled out, and I'll give it to you as soon as we're done offloading, and I'll get all this cleaned up for you. I, I I do need this all closing off because I have opened the case. No, yeah. absolutely. Just here, take, look, I'll take care of it for you because okay. I know how important safety it's, and health it's, is. It's all right. I can't leave my my, my, my my tablet and my clipboard here. Uh, your, your name is, sir? Uh, my name is Vigo Hyde. Okay. What are you doing later, Mr. Vigo? Would you like to go out for a drink? Absolutely. It's It's good to make friends on the station. Yeah. You run a tight ship here, and I appreciate that. Um, you're a rather large friend, uh, the one with the big teeth and the, uh, yeah. Uh, what 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 is his name? Uh, Mr. Fenrir Longfang. Okay. He's a he's a, a valuable friend and and consultant. You just caught him on a bad day. He had a family crisis. I, I'm sure it'll be clear. But if you can just get him to breathe into this. Oh oh sure I turn around and breathe into it and hand it back to him. Okay, that's great. Thank you. He doesn't seem to notice because he's got his head in his tablet. Um, okay. Uh, oh, that seems to be clear. Um, um, okay. Can I just ask you uh, to, to get your friends to be really careful uh, around here? Yeah, I mean, you know, if everybody goes around... Uh, um, uh, drop in parts, you know, it'd create a health and safety menace. Yeah, it'd be a real danger zone through here. Yeah, so uh, you know, I'd like to show you. And he he sort of pulls, like, he lifts paper up off his uh, clipboard and moves the tablet away. And there's a bit of shiny metal there. It's it's almost look like a mirror. He says, "You have to look at the clipboard. That's who's responsible for your health and safety." Yeah, <laughs> and he sort of puts it up to your face, and you can see yourself in it. Yeah. It's got to be safe. It's got to be secure. Yeah, make sure your loads are secure. Yeah, if we're going to put them up in the air, they've got to be secure. Yeah. So yeah. it's a pleasure meeting you, uh, Mr. Fenrir and Mr. Vigo. I'm sure that uh, I'll, I'll learn a lot more about you later, Mr. Vigo. And 
Um, have you have you been to the Sunshine Bar? That's I'll I'll meet you there after your shift is over and after I get done with this. We can sit down and you can tell me all about safety and health. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, um, oh, 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 there seems to be a bit of liquid on the floor down there. That could be oil. Can we, can we get that cleaned up properly, please? We'll yeah. take care of it. Uh, get some absorbent crystals down there. Yeah, yeah, let's get that sorted because uh, you know slips and falls. They're, they're the big, they're, they're the big uh, achievers around here. done okay thank you uh, it's been a pleasure yeah and if you ever need anything or advice on health and safety then uh i, I suggest you ask for mike bone yeah will do mike okay thank you and i'll see you later mr vigo <laughs> see you later sunshine bar uh, 11 p.m sounds good that shift change Be there and be safe. <laughs> Indeed. These are the sacrifices I make for you, Mr. Uh, Longfang. Now let's get down to business. I could have just bitten these face off. It would have been quicker. Yeah, yeah, but that would Do have you been... understand the amount of paperwork it would have, we would have had to deal with if you did that? Nobody would have found the body. <laughs> right. Okay. We found where we need to go. Well... Doc 149's got a container, cargo container down there with 12 life signs in it. Seven security guards surrounding it. Not station security, though. Excellent. So we can kill them. So are we going to talk to Parker and tell him what's going on? Was there a ship docked? Did you see a ship? There was no ship docked there. It was just a cargo container. Oh, we have to bring it back here then. Well, we don't need to tell Parker. Put well, on do ship. We want, are, we, are we going to get Parker to move the ship? dock it there we can just run the whole container straight into the back well is thorn is uh is captain parker on board with this i mean it's gonna put a big target on his ship if we make off with this with the hazard wings property okay no that's fair hey, you know, how, about, how, about, how about you rich boy you got a you've got a vessel don't you a ship i do Okay. Well, since it's your job, sounds like a match made in heaven. Yeah, hey, boys, what, what did that health and safety do want? Oh, Captain yeah. Parker, we took care of it. It's nothing. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, I want uh, – uh, we, we've got 100 tons of uh, um, animal feed to uh, put on uh, the, the, the ship, if you would, please. I'm sorry, Parker. You should be forgetting something. Our contract – was to get your stuff here. You want a new contract of loading? You could draw something up. But until such a time, we've got another job we got to handle quickly. Look, I did you a favor. I'd really appreciate if you could load this on, and then we can close our business. <laughs> Last yeah. time I checked, unloading all of that was doing you a favor. Indeed, but you know, you know, your some of your gears on my ship. If you're going to say that you're leaving now, you know. My gear's right here, and there's a big old container right next to Fenrir. <laughs> He's already packed his stuff up. He's here. Thank you very much for traveling us here. How long will it take to put the feed on the ship just to stay on his good side? It, it'll take about an hour at most. Okay. I'm happy to help put the feed on his okay. ship due to me having a workshop on his in his cargo bay. 
Yeah, Heidel, uh, v- Vigo Heidel help. He's uh, yeah, I'll help as well. He tries to keep a fairly low profile wherever he goes. So, um, Henry is not enjoying these kind of you're, you're enjoying this, it's something different to what you've all, always done, and you feel like you're getting stuck into good old manual work. Yeah, I know you're a bit grumpy and old and things, but you know, it's almost like you've still got it in you, uh, and you, you sort of, yeah, it, it's something different, you know, you're. Yeah, you're really enjoying this sort of work, even though it is quite tedious. Clearly, I missed my calling. Yeah. Um, goes, yeah, Thorn, if you want, you can take that rusty heap back there as well. Take, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. I will. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll get you it take off. With see, see if you can do anything with him. It's by far and away above my skills. Yeah, yeah. And I, I paid nothing for him, so you can have him. No, brilliant. Um, Harkon, are you going to get your your um, ship and dock it down at one four nine? Once it's clear, it uh, I wouldn't want my ship at risk. All right, pretty boy, float it just outside, and we'll give you the go ahead when it's okay. Also, we're only here for one person. We're already getting paid for one person. I say we open the door, let them scatter. It'll take it'll take hazard a few days to regather them all back up before they notice. We've got what we came for, and we're gone. Okay. If that's what you want to do. That's not what I want to do. It's what we need to do. That's nice for you. We'll see when we get there. Harkin, how about we uh, take your ship, dock, and an assault from your ship. Half assault from the ship, half assault from the entrance to 149. That way we catch him by surprise from two different directions. Uh, my ship isn't exactly designed for assault. Well, it's only small arms fire at most are gonna, we're going to have to deal with. It's not like a, a spaceship can't handle a few laser burns. I don't think it would be necessary to use it in that manner. Um, okay, how about, how about if uh, once Parker's left, we get your ship, dock it down here, at 154, so we're just down the road. Um, I'm going to be like tapping away on my computer and seeing if uh, they can they can basically bring the ship to somewhere into this vicinity and they can come up with whatever reason they need to. Yeah. There, is a, there is an opening on, uh, on uh, dock 151. Yeah, I'll basically have it come down there. Okay. Fair enough. Um, are, you, are you actually going to join us? In a rescue of, of your hostage for your daddy, or, or are you just going to sit back and watch that? Uh, well, I'll help with that, but uh, unloading containers, that's not why I'm here. Um, I'm going to point at my workshop that's currently in the dock in the, in the cargo area of Parker's ship and say, um, do you mind if I stick that in your cargo hole? I'll look at it. No, there's plenty of space. I don't see why not. Cool. Um, it will it will rise because because I can basically mine I can control it with my mind because it's a drone it's a drone so it will just kind of lift off the ground and start making its way out. Now or we're not going to be able to gear up and move through the station, so we're looking at assaulting this in cloth armor and hand weapons. Don't know what you're talking about, Vigo. I'm going over there. I'm putting my armor on. Um, how secure is? The rest of the station, as in uh, around these levels, Jim. 
Yeah, there's there seems to be a lot of security about, and you have to book you, you've booked your 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 ship into dot five one five one. Um, yeah, and it, you know it, it tells you sort of how long you've got there, um, who you need to talk to. Um, so yeah, it's basically like, you, you can bring off like arms and armaments yeah. off those. Okay. Yeah, uh, you, it gives you the name of have... the dock leader that's there, sort of thing that can, you know, answer questions for you, give you hand uh, for obviously the right tips. Okay, well, I I'll arrange for the ship's boat of my of my vessel to collect whatever personal possessions these people need collecting. Okay. Okay. And are you docking on one five one? Yeah, my ship will, but the ship's boat okay. will come to this one to pick up, pick up stuff. their stuff, yeah. and yeah, I'll yeah. take it through space to my ship. Okay. Fenrir is taking his gear with him. He's not going into a combat situation. In no. cloth. Um, we could collect it at my dock and perhaps incentivize the customs official. It's currently in a big metal container and Fenrir is just carrying it at the moment. You wouldn't know really mm. what's in it. It's just a locked, giant locked container. I'm assuming there's like custom scanners and stuff though. I assume yeah. we haven't. I assume we haven't gone through them though because we're in the actual like yeah, yeah. Area. cargo area yeah, rather than if, yeah, as soon yeah. as we try and leave, I'd imagine they're there. I think but often the, often these places you have like cargo side so that it's not yeah. until you actually have to take it out yeah. of the loading. I was going to say. I was going to say. I imagine the load, loading is just one massive long area with loads of like sort of jetty type things and. Yeah. Tubes that come out. So rather than yeah. it being like a, car, a, a a controlled zone every time you go through one, otherwise no yeah. one would get anything done. Yeah, it, it, it's it's almost like a warehouse now, but instead of a lorry, it, your your ship fits onto it. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. plenty of space there. You know, you, you, to, to get on and you know away you yeah, go. I'm not I'm not going to like whack on my gear on so that security yeah, is yeah. walking through see me. Is I'm going to get to like as close yeah. as I think we can get to one four nine. Then I'm going to gear up. Okay. Yeah. Right. So um, we'll, we'll, we will leave it there for this week as you're getting ready to go and find your container full of slaves. So I'd just like to say thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, I do hope that we've not messed up <laughs> too much. I'm sure we uh, managed our way through that. Um, Giveaway time. Yeah, really enjoyed that. Lots of good role playing. Uh, so, yeah, as we said earlier, we've got a, a, a book giveaway. Thank you to Mongoose uh, to do now. Um, uh, where am I? Okay, so um, what, what's, what do we have to do? Is, is it hashtag black flag? Hashtag black flag. And is it two minutes that you to put it in there? Yeah, you've got, yeah, you've got, you've got two minutes to put hashtag black flag in the, in the chat. And then after two minutes, we'll we'll draw um, to to see who wins a physical version. It's not just a PDF; it's an actual physical version of this book. Yeah, which I have to say is one of the best core rule books I've I've seen. It's brilliant, absolutely amazing, good good product. Um, so yeah, next two minutes, let's uh, let's get that black flag hashtag black flag up. What else do we get going on this week? On yes, Black. absolutely. Um, uh, tomorrow, don't we have the first episode of Fractured Empire, I believe? 
Wow. Yeah, first episode Lord. of season two. First episode of season two, Fractured Empire is back. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars, I'm looking forward to that. I have uh, to say, every time I've played sci-fi in, in, in Garblag, it always seems to be with Dan. Uh, <laughs> with D- D6 Star Wars, yeah, brilliant. But yeah, is uh, it, Fractured Empire the new um, system? The uh, It's the fantasy flight one, yes. It's using mm. Edge of Empire. Okay. Yeah, it's brilliant. It is good fun. And mm. is that and, at 9 o'clock uh, tomorrow, yeah? Uh, yeah, nine o'clock tomorrow. So, yeah, please, please um, join us. Is there anything going GMT. on Friday? Oh, well, on Garblag North America, say, North America. Night, yeah, nine oh. p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, absolute middle of the night in Great Britain. Uh, Matt will be running his own Conan one shot, um, and then the following week we'll be back to Octum Cthulhu to finish up the Shadows of Atlantis. Cool. Excellent. 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 Uh, and Friday, do we have anything on Friday? Nope. No. Okay, so Friday's clear at the moment. Maybe one shot's going on, whatever. And next Monday is clear as well, I believe. We've got a, and then Tuesday, is that still Coriolis with Millie? Yeah. yeah that's absolutely correct. fantastic show. If, you, if you've not seen any of that, you, you need to watch that. More sci-fi and the, the brilliant Coriolis system um, put across well by Millie as well, who's exceptionally experienced and good at, at pulling that across. So can't speak highly enough of that. Um, okay, so let's pick a winner for this book, this physical gem. Okay, thanks to Mongoose Games. Okay. Hey. Okay. Laughing Outlaw. Um, you've won the the book, so congratulations! Um, congratulations, Matt! Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, Matt! Absolutely, um, enjoy. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll be getting that book to you via Mongoose, I believe. But yeah, okay. So congratulations, Matt! Uh, great to see uh, someone win that. Uh, thank you for joining us. I think we've got a really good audience all night, so thank you for bearing with us. Don't forget uh, to join us next week for more giveaways. Absolutely. We've got, yeah. So for for the next two weeks as well, we've got more. We've got another core book to give away next week. And after that, we've got a surprise. So it's going to be a big one. So I'm not going to give that away yet. Yeah, but we'll we'll, we'll tell you what that is at the end of next session. But it's a good one. It it beats the core rule book, definitely. Um, But... uh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for joining us. Um, thank you for taking part. Please bear with us through it and, you know, join in. Uh, any feedback you've got, put it in. Anything you'd like to see. Like I say, it's a bit of a sandbox campaign. So, you know, any ideas you've got or you want to throw more away, I'm sure I can hammer it in uh, as we make our way through the Trojan Reach, um, whether the group will become pirates or pirate chasers or privateers or whatever but yeah thank you very much for joining us it's been amazing thank you thank you players and we'll see you next week good night good night good night